Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. This week on Speaking It Real, Frank and Carlos will be discussing fuel prices. Who is really in control? The Canada gun ban, student debt relief, the raid on Marder Lago, sports platforms and how athletes use them, and a new way of dog walking. So grab your popcorn as the show's about to start. I feel like I was at the club. Right, get my turntables out. Ta, ta. <laughs> What's going on? Ah, uh, it's been a while. Been a while. How you doing, Frank? I'm doing great. I think uh, the last show that we did together was mid July or something. Mid July, maybe. Yeah, man. Yeah. Life well, is uh, life is taking. I was. <laughs> life has uh, definitely taken its toll. Honest, uh, personally, it still is, but I'm like, all right, you know, we I definitely got to at least hop on and do something with Frank. We got mm-hmm. we got midterm elections coming up. Might as well talk some shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, look, you know what? You got to go out and vote. All right. <laughs> the one thing that I am gonna say, and something that I always forget to do on all our shows, okay, every time we do it, I always do it at the end. But now I, I remember today. You're going to share the show, right? Who do you want to share it with? Your friends, your enemies, your, your frenemies. <laughs> All right? Just share it. Let them know that Speaking It Real is back on. You know, we're back on Wednesday nights. You know, sometimes you might agree. Sometimes you might not agree. But you know what? We're back. You know? We are. It's going to be sporadic for a little while, but we're back for today. Uh, who do I vote for? I uh, guess that's what he meant. Uh, what, depending well, I on... I mean, if you're happy, vote for the same shit. If you're not, make some changes. That's kind of the easiest answer, isn't it? <laughs> that definitely is. <laughs> you know, I mean, what could we do? You know, we, we want changes. We got to vote. We yep. gotta vote whoever it is out, you know. Just remember, just make sure it's just rigged. Make sure, oh, just make sure they, they just make sure they don't abuse Twitter. I mean, that that could really be like the worst possible thing. That, that, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Here we go again. 
of all the things we need to worry about, Twitter handles are like the priority on our well-being and safety in this country. So whoever you're voting for, check their Twitter account. Make sure they're not crazy. That's all I'm going to say. Interesting. <laughs> so, you know what? Look, um, we've had, I know. No, 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 no. I'm just glad to be back, right? I mean, what is this show without Carlos? You know? Oh, man. So, Ah, one of the things... Yeah, I see that. I see that. So, what's on our mind? Fuel prices, right? I laughed. I I actually took a laugh. I think... What was it? Last Was it last month or the beginning of this month? There's supposed to be some tax break on fuel prices or something like that with taxes. There were, really? were yeah, there was something going on where there I can't remember what it was, but fuel prices did go down. Uh-huh. To where They're I was at no wait, wait, wait. They were like at 330 something and then they for like two, three days they dropped down to like 313, 303. I was like, oh my God, look at this. Great. Fill up two days later. They're right back up. Right, right. Okay, uh, so go on. my question in all this said, <clears throat> who determines these gas prices? <laughs> so I remember, if I remember correctly, Frank, when the uh, gas prices started exploding, you and uh, some of our more uh, liberal acquaintances <clears throat> were all about, it's not the president. The president doesn't control anything. Uh, you know, I was just like, okay, all right, fine. You know, and then, of course, when prices went down, the very same president came out and said, thanks to me, prices are going down. So I got we got to ask, who does control them? Uh, and the answer is still the same. The market does. However, however, in this case, if my, you know, reports, if the things I've been reading are correct, <laughs> um. Our dear, our dear president has been pulling oil from our strategic reserves, which is mm-hmm. very stupid. But that's what you do when you're desperate because you know your party's about to get its ass kicked. And so he has been dumping oil from our strategic reserves into the marketplace. So naturally, the prices are going to drop. However, there's only so much of that oil you can drop into the marketplace to keep it down. Hence why you said correctly... It was at 3.30, it went down to 3.13 for a few days, and then it went right back up. So what we're doing now is we're trying to manipulate prices to somehow make voters feel that, oh, things are good again. Yay, prices are down. Thank you, Lord and Joe Biden. And, uh, you know, Americans, unfortunately, do have a short memory. Hopefully not that short, but I wouldn't put it past anything in a lot of people in this country. Um, But still... You know, even back then I said, you know, I I was a proponent that that the president has some control, but not directly. What I was saying, and I still feel it, is that a lot of his decisions have affected the world in a way which has allowed for prices to go up. Say what you want about the orange uh, Cheeto. But again, when he was there, we were producing a lot more. There was more peace in the world, as far as like war and stuff like that, nobody was fighting anybody. Yeah, right? but I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. And and Putin wasn't coming crazy ideas. The other guy wasn't shooting missiles. There weren't all these threats. Enter genius, the asterisk, and he pulls out of Afghanistan like a mouse with a piece of cheese running away from cats. All right, the world saw that man, and they said, you know what? We can now behave like idiots again because that clown ain't going to do a damn thing. Enter the conflict in Russia now that Putin developed the, the testicles to do it because he knows the American president ain't going to do shit, which has caused conflict, which has affected our gas prices. So did he directly affect our gas prices, Frank? No. Did his actions play a part in it? Yes. All right. And now so- he's here. Now he's here trying to lower prices with our reserves because because the election's coming, which is pretty it's pretty shitty when you really think about it, Frank. That that oil is like for emergencies. It's for like for catastrophes. When shit goes down, we have the reserves, and he's just dumping it out there because he's trying to save his ass and his party's ass. That's pretty shallow. It's pretty effed up. 
That's just my two cents, man. Go for it. Yeah, but don't the oil companies also have the power to control the control the prices? They have the power. I don't know how they do, though. I mean, is it is it the oil company job to suddenly look up and say, hey, let's just start multiplying uh, our production so we can keep prices down? And if they do, then you have to look at, again, the situation with our administration. We have an administration right now that is not for increasing production. So even if even if the oil companies were to jump up and say, hey, let's make more so we can keep prices down, Biden and his cronies have been telling them, don't do it until just recently. But even before he told them that, he was trying to go to other countries. So we've got other countries to depend on, which means prices are going to be manipulated from then too. He's gone about it all wrong. So to your answer, does he control prices? Not really. Do his actions affect prices? Yes. They do, and they have. All right, so explain this to me. And this is a point that I always try to get to another buddy of mine that he blames Biden for for everything. He's un <laughs> he's he, he's trompista, as I call it, all right? And I'm sure he's watching, or he might be watching. He might listen to the show. Okay, but he, he blames Biden for everything. And All one right. of the things I've always tried to tell him is, hey, you cannot sit here and blame Biden for it because it's not completely his fault. Okay. Now, do the oil companies have a lot for say? Of course they do. Okay. Because I'll give you an example. I have, I have a, um, I got about three gas stations not too far from me. Okay. Right? <clears throat> and they're not too far from each other. Right. That's just like CVS and Walgreens. Right. So you're looking <laughs> at, you're looking at in this corner over here. Okay. I got two gas stations at three 30. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now go two blocks down the road uh -huh. and you have the gas station over there at 365. I can't explain that part. <clears throat> that to me sounds more like a store by store decision. I've seen it here too where I live like you can go to one end of of my county and they're like at 330, you go to another part they're at 340. I'm not sure why and I think some of that from what I've heard has to do with what companies or what gas stations are charged to receive their gas. Uh, sometimes like, I don't know, let's, let's just, let's, uh, this, you're, you're in this kind of business. So for example, uh, for example, Frank, after a certain line, after a certain street, I have to charge people more money because it's this much further to deliver something. You understand what I mean? And I think certain gas stations deal with that. And that's why as close as it may seem in your eye, there may be some stupid boundary there that forces one that allows one gas station, three thirty. And forces the other gas station at 360. Now that's extreme. I've seen differences of maybe five cents, 10 cents, but you're telling me 30. To me, that sounds more like the company or that gas station is just trying to. Well, I'm like, gonna tell I don't see you, the benefit, especially if you've got two two gas stations like right down the street that are charging. Let me 30 tell you what less. the benefit is. Let me tell you why they're like that. Right. Right. The two the two gas stations on this side. Right. right? <clears throat> are right on 137th Avenue and 152nd Street. Okay. Those are main, two main veins for those of you who don't know. Right. Two right. main veins, right? The other gas station is on Eureka and 134th. Now, watch this. On 152, right? Yeah. As you go, as you go east, you run east into another. Yeah. You run into another one, two, three, four gas stations. Right. Before the turnpike. Okay. Right? On the Chevron, oops, right? That's <laughs> over here. On, on Eureka at 134th <laughs> Avenue, okay? Between that gas station and the turnpike, yeah. guess how many gas stations there is? One. 
Oh, zero. Zero. Uh, okay, so again, controlling <clears throat> the prices. I think that I think that if these gas stations will come together and say, hey, this is what they normally do, though. Like I said, the one you described is an anomaly. Like even when I pick up my son, most gas stations in Sarasota have a certain price, but there's this one right by his house that's like 30 cents more. And it's like, I don't know why these people do this. Like you either come here for food or you don't come at all. But and I see people putting gas there. I, I can't understand those little details, but the overall market, like the big picture. My answer stays the same. D does he have complete control? No. Can he influence it? Somewhat. Do his actions influence? Yes, they can. And that's that's where we're at. So and right look, now, yeah. Sorry, the gas prices are pretty much determined by the the crude oil, right? Those prices. Right. Also, you got to refine it, right? Because refinery, yeah, yeah. that has a price to it. <clears throat> yeah. Distributing and marketing, which we touch on that. Right. All right. Taxes. Right. Consumer demand. Right. And they left out futures. Who? So remember, futures, Frank, any 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 commodity or thing, when people forecast its availability or its profitability, that affects price. When the war began, people were thinking, oh, great. What's going to happen with Russia, especially since they're the major producer of this and that? Are they going to start holding gasoline out against us? When crap like that happens, prices go up because they want to secure in as much money as they can in case something or that item falls short. So that's what happened. But we're now, what, a year into this war? And nothing's really changed, so people have calmed down a bit, and so did the prices. But I'll say it again. If idiot didn't leave Afghanistan like he did, we probably wouldn't even have this war. But he did what he did. The world saw it. And the leaders of these nations said, this guy's a clown. I'm ready to act. And they have. And that's it. All right. Well, you want to talk about clowns. Huh? <laughs> I'm going to tell you about these three clowns. Wow, okay. man, look at that picture. Holy hell. <laughs> Holy hell is right. If you notice, these are all mugshots. But look at them. Like, that's their natural mouth. And they are just like, the two the two on the sides, the two older ladies, like just natural frowns. Like, they, they just wake up looking sad or mad. Like, how do you do that with your face? Like, wow. Go ahead. Well... <laughs> I'm going to, you know, check this out. And this really has me completely irate. Because there's something you don't do. And this is one of the things that you don't do to kids. Notice, stupid daycare workers. I can't even continue seeing yeah, it because wow. it really, wow. you know, it drives me crazy. I this can see was, my daughter in that, dude. That's awful. This that was in Mississippi, awful. okay? They, um, there was four of them, okay? And they're all facing child abuse charges. They Good shit. <clears throat> I don't understand how you could have, you know, a daycare worker. You know, do that. If if those were one of my kids, oh my god, I'd be on. I'd be in the next article. <laughs> I'd be the very next article. <laughs> I would be made damn sure. Okay, that I would be locked up right next to him. Yeah, yeah, man. That's and, and I had heard something about this story. Uh, I never really like paid attention to the video. I was like, you know, I just, I've got so many other things going on, but I heard something about it. But now that like, I got to see it the way you showed it and really paid attention to it. I didn't realize how young those babies were. I mean, that's just, <sighs> there are little kids. Dude, it's a daycare. No, those are my, they're all my daughter's age. Those are two-year-olds at least. 
or at most. Yeah. They're like little two-year-olds. Dude. I I wow. hope that they throw the book at these individuals. Yeah. I mean, let's see. At a hearing, bond was set at 20000 That's pretty at high. At 20000 at 15000 That's pretty high. Yeah. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they don't deserve it. But for, I guess, whatever crime they committed, like whatever the charge is, quote unquote. It's child abuse. That's pretty high, though. Like, like that's the kind of bond you get for like some real serious stuff. So Mississippi, I think, is trying to send a message here. <clears throat> well, you know what? I hope they do. I, I hope they, yeah. they destroy these individuals. You know, these people do not deserve to be around children every yeah. time. I mean, I would take their children right away. Oh, there, I, there's there's a proper way to have fun and scare little two year olds. That ain't it. That's dude, listen, ridiculous. You cannot use a mask like that. No, especially, especially that. Like that's one of them. Like the screen mask of all things, right? <sighs> right. I mean, I will go as far as the let's see how old are these women? There are 21, 28, 25, and twenty eight. Time out, Frank. Stop. Let, let me see those pictures. Go back. Go back. Go back to those pictures again, please. It's fair. It's fair. There's no way these women, maybe the one in the middle. They're from these, Mississippi, you know? Dude, Way down south. That's like 20. What was the oldest one? The oldest one is 28 years old. Damn. I go paso. Something happened there. All right. <laughs> hey, you know what? They're from, mind you, mind you, and the hey, name of the, the name listen. of the daycare, the name of the daycare center uh-huh. that they worked at, is called Lil Blessing Child Care and Learning Center. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah. Listen, man, we need to stop they doing this. To are Mississippi. Ugly. This kind of crap happens all over this country. It ain't just Mississippi. All right. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. It does, man. Trust me, it does. Look, man. <laughs> you go to any state, you'll find that situation happening. If it were me, like I said, I would make sure that even if they have kids, I will take them kids away. Yeah, well, I mean, these are people how poor or underdeveloped that town is. That may be one of the few options they have. Whoever did the hiring, though, just really let themselves go with that one. And uh, I'm glad that, uh, you know, I'm glad they're being dealt with legally. Um, I don't know how much uh, of it will come from it outside of pure termination and probably never being able to do anything with children again. Uh, but they're sending them a strong message because that's a pretty tall bond, meaning they're trying to keep them in there for at least the amount of time they need until they go to trial uh, just to teach them a lesson. I And I hope they get taught a lesson. That is just some shit you don't do. Yeah, that's crazy. Like I said, I will ban them. Okay. They're gonna be that. That I get. I guarantee, even by Mississippi standards, <laughs> they'll be banned. They'll so, be banned well, from ever working with children again. Going on banding, right? Uh huh. Um, where are we here? Hold on. Oh, oh, here we go. Look at this. All nice and lovely guns, right? You love that table, man. Look, I know you're like, yeah, that's my table. <laughs> you know what? I, I I do like that table. I know yeah. you do. <laughs> I do like that table. Now, my biggest problem here, you know, is that Canada, right? Canada. Oh, boy. What'd they oh, do now? They ordered an immediate freeze on the sale of handguns in Canada. We'll pull up the article. <clears throat> All right. Handguns. All right. What does that mean exactly? Sidearms? Like Glocks? All types of guns. It's placing uh, a nationwide freeze on the sale and purchase and transfer of handguns effective immediately. So they're, they're, they're saying handguns. Um, and you know what? I'm going to take it for what it is. Let's just say handguns for now. Right? Okay. Um. I'm going to tell you what my issue with that is. You're taking, it should be obvious what the issue is, but go ahead. What's in Latin no, 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 no. Go ahead. Let me hear you first. <laughs> I spoke my, first last time. Your turn. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I agree with 
with gun control. I don't agree with taking the gun control or banning the sales of what they have here, handguns, to the legal public. That 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 you need to go through the correct channels to purchase a firearm. Yes. Okay. You know, we've spoken about this plenty of times, but now that you just outright ban it, what are you giving the legal citizens of your country? Right? Not not no. The law-abiding citizens. The law-abiding citizens, yes. Of your country to right. defend themselves with if they get attacked <clears throat> by the non-abiding citizens right, that right. have a gun, that so have you hope, a firearm. You hope this is where it ends, and you hope that they do something about it, right? To my knowledge, it's a gun ban on anything going forward. So those who do have guns... Um, it's not like they're going to lose them. They just can't sell them, and people can't buy new ones. Either way, though, you do have people who eventually become of age who want to protect themselves, and now they're screwed. The big mm -hmm. fear, which is what I've always talked about, is, okay, where does this end? Are they going to stop there? Are they going to take the next step? Are they going to ask now for confiscations? I mean... People love to sit there and think because they live in what appears to be a generally free society that these kind of things will never happen. And that's the dumbest thing uh, because you start taking your surroundings for granted and then little things like this start to slide in and you don't realize where, you know, the, the, the storm you're creating until it's too late. Uh, <clears throat> so... I mean, I'm not sure exactly what <clears throat> the event was in Canada that triggered this band, but we're talking about Fidelito here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this is almost like father, like son. Um, but I'm not a big fan of that. I get it. If you want to control things like I've, I've read, I did read some reading, some countries that have that allow armed citizenry have some really like strict processes on people acquiring guns. Fine, fine. Just don't limit the public, at least the law-abiding citizens, on their ability to protect themselves. Once you do, to me, in my book, with the history that I know and that you and I are well aware of, when you start removing guns, it's because governments, to me, <clears throat> have more nefarious things up their sleeve. And I know people like to say, oh, but Australia did it, and then fine. But there was a whole bunch of abuse going on in Australia with the mask thing just recently. Why? Because those guys don't have guns anymore. And that's the kind of that's the kind of stuff that's, that starts to happen. I'm never comfortable with with gun bans on citizens, but I am okay with control and 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 uh, regulations on acquisition. I'm fine with that. I think it's perfectly good to make sure people know or we know who's getting a gun and if they're capable of owning one. That's fine. Because right. I'm perfectly well with that. I yeah. get that and I'm good with that. I think that we agreed, folks. Play the lotto. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, their goal, Canada's goal in time is the our our goal over time is to see the amount of handguns in our communities reduce. By whom? Uh I mean that's that's a vague statement. That's a feel good statement. Reduced how? Who's going to carry them less? Ah, uh, you know. And and when exactly are you happy with with the reduced amount? Like, you know, when you don't set limits, you leave things out and in the gray like that. I I, I don't like how that smells. Yeah, we just need less guns. Well, how, what does that mean? And and how less is less? Yeah, well. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we'll that, see. Yeah. We got to figure that out on how it works. No, but that's I for, can that's tell for you, Canada to figure out. But in this country, no, well, yeah. Really? Well, <laughs> yeah, but don't I play. Think, no, but I think in this country, we do got to figure it out. I do. I do too. I think we agreed last time that I think, I think at this point, remember we talked about this, and I think even Ovi chimed in. Uh, 
I don't know if 18 today is 18, 20 years ago. And I don't know if 18 year olds should be allowed to at this point. Now I know people like to say, Oh, but they can join the military. Well, in the military, Frank, you can back me up here. I believe they are strictly supervised and well-educated on how to use any type of firearm and, and things of that nature. But out here in society, it's a little different. It's more lax, and I just don't think today's 18-year-olds are, are are as mentally capable and responsible as, as they were 20 years ago. So maybe that needs to start being looked at. I Do think we now I, need to up the age to 21? Little things like that. <clears throat> well, if I'm not mistaken, I know The same Florida, goes for voting, too, but that's just me. I think, uh, if I'm not <laughs> mistaken, Florida upped the age to 21. They did? Oh, but probably after Parkland, they did. Yeah, and good. Good. And that probably needs to happen a little bit more everywhere. I don't think 18-year-olds are capable anymore. It's just a different world. They're a different group of, uh, of kids, and they've been raised differently. Um, <clears throat> I, mean, I think it really... We didn't grow up with Grand Theft Auto. We didn't. No. Now, you know, it's like to them, Call of Duty is, 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 is an app away. You just download it and start shooting stuff on your phone. So... Well, okay. Well, now you're, we're getting. Into That's just an example. Here. But what I'm saying is, like, the availability of, of, of guns, watching guns, watching things being shot, just things like that, they're easily and much more readily acceptable than they were when we were kids. I mean, we had maybe a few TV shows, and that was it. And maybe a couple video games, but now it's like look anywhere, and 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 they're now so secluded, and a lot more depression and mental illness is coming around. It's just not the same. So, well, my question is this then. Why are you always asking the questions? Because <laughs> you, you come up with the explanations, and I, I love to kind of disagree with you on that. All right, fine. So are you basically saying that our biggest issue now is the video games? No, no. That's just an example. It's just an example of the difference in the the the... the childhood you and I grew up with versus today. And that's just one small aspect of it. Right. I mean, I also I also think that the individual plays obviously a big role in it and their yeah. maturity level. Uh-huh. Um cuz remember the- Frank, historically and and you can look this up in any yearbook. <clears throat> if you go back to like the 70s and 60s, schools had gun clubs. Kids would bring guns to school with no problem. So there's got to be something going on society-wise. I'm gonna all tell of a sudden, you, it's an issue. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to tell you what it is. You just said it. They had gun clubs. Kids uh-huh. learned at an early age. Okay. Okay. What a gun does, how, you know, and how to operate it. Right? Uh-huh. As opposed to kids nowadays. All right, because I mean, I the first time I handled any type of firearm, whether it was a rifle, gun, or whatever, I was, I think, 17 years old. Right. Sorry. You weren't supposed to go off. I muted you. Alexa, I'm telling you. So, anyways, (laughs) so. (laughs) What did she say to you? I didn't hear it. Motion detected at the front door. Thank you for a lot letting me know that there's somebody at my door, Echo. So <laughs> I thought she was calling the cops on you. Too much no, gun no, no. conversation. Police yeah, are probably. on their way. <laughs> so be coming soon, folks. <laughs> probably. So, you know, I think I shot my first firearm at 17 years old. <clears throat> okay. I learned a little bit about it. Okay, now my oldest shot his first rifle. I want to say five, six, seven years old. Okay. That's fairly young. Don't get me wrong. I I would not have given him a pistol at that age. That's a terrible parent. Uh But (laughs) at 10 years old, at 10 years old, when I could legally take him to the range, I took him to the range. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So the legal age for taking kids to the firing range is 10? No, depending on the gun range. Oh, Okay. Depending on the gun range. <clears throat> I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer that if you start them young and you educate them. Right. Okay. You educate them. 
is where it all starts. Right, that's, yeah. You know, I agree you with can't, that. You can't put a kid behind a steering wheel that's never driven before and expect them and expect for them to drive correctly. So then, Frank, let me ask you the million dollar I, question. I knew it was coming, you <clears throat> son of a gun. What do we do? Do we take guns away or do we start mass educating our kids early on the proper usage of guns? You mass educate them. Ah, that sounds so evil, but you're right. I think you're right. I mean, ignorance is what causes half the crap we're dealing with now anyway. Uh, but could you see, we're dealing with a society where you, if you utter the words, mass educate children on how to use guns, the collective, the ignorant collective, freak the f out. <gasps> how could you expose little Johnny to firearms? <laughs> that's what we're that's what we're dealing with right now. <laughs> so we have this mass rampant society of ignorant children who don't know the consequences of firearm use. They just think it's a toy or something that, you know, some tool for revenge and the consequences don't hit until they're in handcuffs and bars until they're 70. So how do you, how do you, how, uh, this is a question I don't expect you to answer, but the million dollar next question is, well, how do we convince society that we need to mass educate our kids on the proper use of guns again in 2022? Time. <sighs> You and I are going to be long and dead by then, but sure. <laughs> Time. It's the only thing that I that I could suggest. Right. But I, I mean, but, it's true, though. It's it, We did it before. I don't see why it can't happen again. And when it was being done, mass shootings weren't so rampant. Uh, a lot of this wasn't so rampant. But now... I think you know. it's... I think it boils down to education. <clears throat> and background checks, you know, mental checks. You have to, and we've had this conversation. I, I know, I, I well, don't it's always going to come up. Because, There's always going to be issues, and, and governments are going to do shit like what want, Canada did. You know, but I think that if, and we're, I'm going to use a Parkland shooter as an example. Mm -hmm. I mean, even though I think he should get the electric chair or injection or shot by a firing squad, okay, was there issues with this kid? Yes, there was. Okay. Um, and clear warnings. He was talking about it, like constantly correct. from what I remember, if I remember correctly. Okay. But again, you know, it's, it goes back to also what the police and, and law enforcement have been saying. You know, you see something, you hear something, say it. Say it. Okay. And, you know, we, we, we've always lived in, in, a, in a saying, you know, snitches, snitches get stitches. Get stitches. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> so people don't want to say anything, but if you're going to save somebody's life, say it. Say it because it, you know, because you're looking at 17, you know, people students died. Okay. Uh -huh. Behind every single one of those individuals, there's another at least two people behind them. Speaking mm -hmm. about mom, dad, right? And then you got your siblings and cousins and blah, 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 and, and all this other stuff. Right. Okay. And then you know what? You have the shooter's family. In this case, <laughs> the shooter's families, they're all a bunch of convicts anyways. Yeah, I know, you know that, that his history was not a good one to begin with. Uh, no. Listen, I saw that trial. I saw oh, the you whole, did? I saw about 80% of the trial. Wow. Well, briefly, what did you see from the family? His sister was the only one that, that testified because mom's dead. Dad's dead. The, the brother, the that's right. He was living with grandma, wasn't he? Correct. He was living right. with grandma. Right. Okay. The sister is a convict, also. She was actually in the courtroom in in, uh, in shackles because she had done something else. Wow. Like zero role models, zero anything. No, the guy had no role models. I, again, he had nothing. But <clears throat> he was very open about everything. Yeah. Nobody said anything. That's the thing, though. Okay. Yeah, he, he did is, talk about it. He talked about a, it a lot. That is the type of individual that when they go by, they're already on red alert. You know, there has to be something done. Yep. Okay. I mean, look, they – I know for sure, and I'm, I'm not for sure. I, I don't know for sure. I'm sorry. But I'm sure we're being watched right now by somebody. 
besides our regular audience. L let me just start saying, you know, <laughs> I I want to kill this guy or I want to kill that guy. All right. Guess what's going to happen? Someone's going to say something. If Thanks I come so out man. saying, hey, Carlos, you're a piece of garbage. I want you to die. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to do this. And then someone, someone's watching. Yeah. <clears throat> Why not just say something? By the way, Frank has said those things to me in high school. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Gracious. You're going to get me in trouble. You're going to get my gun taken away, my friend. You know, <laughs> see, my sister says it. Big brother's always watching. Yeah, yeah. You know? Somebody out there is. Yep. So, oh, you know, man. I mean, eventually something's going to happen. I have to say, Frank, it's controversial, but I can't say you're wrong. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, educating children on the use of firearms would go a long way. It used to be done, it had better results, but we stopped. We became obsessed with the notion of, uh, <clears throat> Uh, what's the phrase? Schools are gun-free zones, and 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 school is a place for safety, and all this stuff. So we removed all that stuff, and then that's when the mass shooting started to spike up, like because they became soft targets, right. became soft targets. <clears throat> but I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, that's well, a toughie. But hey, I'm anyhow. not gonna say. I'm not gonna say your, your your suggestion is a bad one. But you utter those words out loud, and you watch what happens. Right. Okay. <laughs> so you know what? Speaking of students, right? For those of you that go to college, oh, right. For those of you that have student loan debt, oh yeah. I I want to know what is your stance, Carlos, on on President Biden's, your president, our president. Stop that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Relief on his relief program. What what are your thoughts on it? Here's here's my thing. All right, I'm I'm not against it. I mean, I'm still paying on mine. If you're gonna take 20, 10, 20 thousand off my debt, great. But if I'm understanding this correctly, Frank, <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong, don't the people who receive this forgiveness or this loan debt forgiveness thing have to pay this back in taxes? Or pay pay there's taxes involved in this. It's not just here. Take twenty thousand off your debt and have a nice day. Just, they're gonna pay some of this back. So it's kind of like, well, then why bother? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what the what would uh, what the plus or minus is on what's being forgiven versus how much you end up paying back in taxes. Um, but this isn't just a, a straight up handout, and. And then, of course, you've got, like, again, even if the government does cover some of this forgiveness, this is going to be added to our debt, which is also going to bring more inflation and more stuff. It's not that straightforward. That's why I, I, I don't like it when they just say, oh, we're trying to forgive part of your debt. I'm like, nah, it's not that simple. I don't know about the taxes, to be honest with you. Um, I do know that people were, you know, eligible borrowers were almost able to receive about $20,000. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I, I don't think it's just a straight $20,000 check. Not a check, but you know what I mean. Like, I don't think it's just straight $20,000 towards your, bet, your debt. I think I think there's taxes to be paid in on that later on. Uh, and then, of I course, you've, you've got the other issues where you got a lot of people who are pissed who actually took the time to pay their stuff. I mean... You know what the problem is? We're not addressing the real issue. Is why are colleges so damn expensive that they shouldn't be? Uh, the truth is, I mean, college is like uber overpriced. It's a it's a scam at this point. Like, and I know why. At least I partially know why. Because when the government started handing out money for colleges, colleges said, you know what? If the government's going to give money for colleges then let's just ask for more money because Uncle Sam's going to give them more money too. And so prices just began to skyrocket for colleges. And now here we are. you got a bunch of people who graduate with degrees that <clears throat> don't produce degrees for careers that don't produce enough salary to cover these debts. And, 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 and now the thing is to, oh, we need forgiveness and we need help. 
truth is the colleges need to be uh, uh, taken to task and these prices need to be lowered. They've all got coffers with billions of dollars. They make billions on sports. And you're telling me they need to charge all this money on students who then can barely afford to pay for it when they get out? It's a load of crap. The problem isn't forgiveness. You can forgive everybody till you know till the cows come home. They're going to keep raising prices. People are going to keep acquiring these loan debts, <clears throat> and the salaries are not going to rise fast enough. And we're going to be in this mess again over and over. It's time. To, it's time to force colleges to lower their prices. And I don't know how you do it, but that's really where the problem is, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Uh, you know. So. Let me ask you, what do you think about the Trump Mar-a-Lago raid? Political stunt. <laughs> All right. Frank, every president leaves with certain things. All right. And if they were not supposed to leave with something, even Trump has been in a process where he's been talking to the DOJ. Uh, he's had people work with them and cooperate with them with anything he may have taken, they decided to do this because of it's, it's political. It's purely political, I think. Um, you know, Obama has documents. Bush has stuff. Everybody has taken stuff. It's no secret. They do that. And they can declassify it. So the argument is, did Trump declassify certain things, which he can do as president? You, you can, plain and simple. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I can walk into the... Uh, archives and say this 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 and this declassified i'm taking them and 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 that's fine that's the power of the president i think it's a stunt i think it's a stunt at the end of the day man if if frank here's the bottom line and this should be all you need to know if i raid your house and i'm telling your family by the way turn off all your cameras do you honestly think my intentions for raiding your house are pure and they're good and that I'm here to solve some kind of crime? No. No, they're not. And that's exactly what they told Mar-a-Lago staff. Hey, turn off all your shit so you don't see what we're doing. How the... Why? You know, I never heard that. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I they never did. heard that. They, they told them to turn off the cameras. Like, what are you trying to do? Plant shit? Frank's got 13, you know, a bunch of kilos of coke in his closet. How'd that okay. get there? It's there. So, so you... <laughs> So, yeah, but dude, you know what? I don't think that's. I mean, I, I, I never heard that. It's political. <clears throat> it's political. political or not, but there's documents that he probably probably should not have had. There are people who have taken stuff before that they that 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 they didn't go through this rigmarole. The FBI handled it in a peaceful, calm manner. They're doing this because it's Trump. That's it. That's it. You really and, think so? Yes, I oh thousand percent. Yes. So that means that that means that they attacked Joe Biden because of his son too. See, that's different. And that's political too. It's not political. If 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 I understand the situation with Hunter, outside of his okay, so I know where you're going, and let me address two different points. Trying to trying to bring up Hunter Biden's drug addiction, his his hooker addiction. And his self-absorbed addiction with putting everything on camera, that is a matter of trying to taint the president as a bad dad. And that's just imagery. What they're finding, or at least they're trying to find, is whether Hunter's business dealings with foreign nations while Joe Biden was VP occurred. And they're finding more evidence and evidence that leans toward that. That, Frank, by definition, is an absolute crime. That is a crime. So it's not about going after Joe Biden because he's Joe Biden. There's literally a crime that was committed in there. What are you doing? <laughs> so that's two different things. Now, we can try to say that Trump committed this crime, and if they find something, then fine. But the way they're going about it, other presidents have gone through this before, and none of this ever happened. They even said it clearly. This is the first time an ex-president's house has ever been raided. For documents? Are you kidding me? It's political. It's purely political. Well, maybe they were looking for those documents and then they find it and they said, hey, Trump took it. Oh, man, they grabbed whatever they could. And now that they're going through stuff, they're like, oh, hey, look at this. This pure political posturing. I, I just don't see any meat here. They're just trying to make meat out of it. Like they've been doing with the man for the last seven years. 
We were told he colluded with Russia. Nothing. We were told he did this with Ukraine. Nothing. We were just, it's constant. How long are we going to keep believing the BS, Frank? Okay. But hey, I, at least he's not on Twitter. <laughs> no, he's, he's on. He's, true social, baby. There you go. He's on true social. <laughs> so, you know what? Um, I, I spoke about this. Well, I'm about to talk about, I think, um, somewhere in September, I did a show, I think. Okay. And I, I was very upset and about this person here, right? And I think <clears throat> we spoke about her prior to, to also. may have. This lady right here, Brittany Reiner. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Granted, she did what she did. She's doing her time. She had an appeal. Um, Russia decided, nope, you're going to serve your, your nine years in the camp, right? Uh -huh. Lo and behold, basketball season starts. You have this individual. We don't uh -huh. know who he is, right? Yep. We have this individual. We don't know who he is, right? Uh-huh. So they go on stage before their their game and they're they're urging urging they're urging for the president of the United right. States <clears throat> to step in and free this lady, right? Yeah. Now my question is this. Let's say it was me. Would they do that for me? Hell no. That's number one. Okay. Hell no. And then number two is you have to be an idiot to think that screaming at Joe Biden is going to get any of that done. And I'm not saying that because he's Joe Biden. Let me rephrase it then so I can be more accurate. Screaming at a president and telling them to go get somebody out of a jail. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty much asking Hey, please do everything you can to get her out. You know what? <clears throat> I guarantee you, and, and and I know there is, and because I did the research before, and I was not going to do it today again. Yeah. Okay, you is mm -hmm. hey, you know what? There's plenty of other individuals that are American citizens that are locked yeah. up abroad. Yeah, you have servicemen. You have the like former shit. FBI, CIA's who are so, locked up in other countries. I mean, I'd, I'd much rather get them out. So Bottom line, the way she did the, what she did, and just because she can bounce a ball, it, I don't give a shit. No, I, I agree. The way I see it is, if you're going to fight to get her out, fight to get everybody else that's been in there <clears throat> before her first, and then you negotiate her. Because right. you know what? And, She's and then, the last so, one to go in. And then here, here's where it gets even like worse. So what do you do to negotiate, Frank? You're the leader of Russia, Frank. I want Brittany, uh, Brittany Grainer out of jail. Um, and so, Frank, you're naturally going to want me to let go of somebody super important, some kind of spy, terrorist, some dude who, who I feel is a cold-calculated killer who will benefit me in other areas of war and, and whatnot, espionage, against your little basketball player. <clears throat> I mean, that it just goes to show sometimes where our priorities are in this nation. Um she did what she did, and I'm not agreeing completely with how Russia handled it. I don't know what their laws are, though, so I'm no one to really say anything. But as an American, some CBD oil or, or weed oil, whatever. That's exactly what it was. It was he showed. Ten years? Whatever. Ten years? That's kind of stupid. But that's because I live in the U.S. In Russia, it is what it is. So I don't know. But you, you got to know better when you're traveling to another country, man. It's their laws. So... Excuse me. Um, I don't know, but these 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 basketball clowns—they're gonna cry all day till they're blue in the face, and they just don't understand how anything works. And so I just, you know, look, a I, lot more noise is made out of what they say and all that. But at the end was, of the day, when you digest it, it's garbage. Yeah. Look, right now, just I just ran a search, a real quick search, right, and um, according yeah. to ABC, I agree with Lizzie. Okay, there's 67 U.S. citizens are being detained overseas unjustified, unjustly, right? Un unjustly? Okay. Yes. She spoke all kinds of crap about our country and then expects for us to defend her. She's the idiot for not following the rules. I completely agree. Completely. So there's 67 other U.S. citizens. 
Oh, but they're you know whatever. Lock they, up a they, ball. They, they don't Why bounce don't a ball. They don't bounce a ball, Frank. They can't shoot. No, that's <laughs> it, that's that's it. That's all it is. Can't bounce a ball, man. They're not good enough. So, whatever. I'm. I was actually. I was looking. You know, we always have our. Let's see where where is it our. Or what the fuck segment? Right? Oh man, the WTF segment. <clears throat> yes. All right. And I literally ran across this picture. Okay. And yes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is a dog. And uh, walking. Yep. On a leash. <clears throat> okay, so the backstory on this dog. The dog's name is Dexter. Okay. Dexter was involved in an accident. Okay. Where they amputated one of his front legs. Oh, okay. And his other leg, you know, wasn't, you know, it's there, but it's it doesn't work too good. Got it. And just out of nowhere, the dog just would stand, would stand up and walk on his hind legs. Okay. You know, he the dog went, he had lots of surgeries. You know, he, he, he went through plenty of surgeries. Yeah. You know, the lady would just carry him up and down the stairs until one day she, she placed him downstairs. She went upstairs in her house, and the dog ended up upstairs. Huh. Dogs he, are like that, man. He, yeah. He, you know, the dog is now seven years old, and he's learned to walk on his hind legs, just like a regular human being. Hey, you know, animals are resilient like that, man. When you, when you, uh, when an animal is hurt like that for some reason or another, man, they'll find a way if, 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 if you give them the right motivation. <clears throat> I'm assuming this lady loves her dog dearly and she, and the dog knows it. So, you know, how dogs always want to be nearby, man, and they'll figure it out. <laughs> they'll figure it out. They always do. Uh, yeah. So it is cool. And it's <laughs> I'd like to see that in motion just to see his his strut, his game. He's got the fedora on and everything. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah, I didn't see a video of it, but I wish there was I'm sure it's I, out there somewhere. I'm sure it is. You know what? Hold on a minute. Let's see if I find one. I mean, hey, look, <laughs> I'm gonna tell oh wait, is there wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I might I might have found one, but I don't know if I want to use yeah, I can't use that video. But I'm going to see if I find it on YouTube. Why not? <laughs> what are the rules here? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't want to put, you know, anybody in jeopardy either. So Elon Musk is, while you're doing that, Elon Musk is apparently buying Twitter. He walked in there today with a sink. Did you see that? <laughs> no, I did not. Oh, I can't wait to see what changes are coming to Twitter. That's going to be glorious. To me, Twitter is like a cesspool of just crap. <clears throat> ah, that's gonna be good. See what he does. And Kanye wants to buy Parlor. I heard. I mean, they're all taking, trying to take down these social media companies now. Yeah. Let's see what happens. See what happens. Exciting times, I tell you. <laughs> oh, for sure. So let me see if I'm able to get this. I think I'm gonna get in. You know what? I'm going to share anyways. It is what it is. Okay. I guess Frank found the strutting dog. I found him. I'm just going to put him up shortly. Oh, wait. There it goes. We don't see it. I know you don't because I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That guy looks so unpleased. <laughs> There he is. Oh, wow. All right, I, I got to take it out. But, but yeah, there you go. You're going to be bombarded with cease and desist letters now. <laughs> nah, you know, you, you want to know what happens? YouTube will go ahead and see that. And that's why I kind of did it with no noise. But That's cool. Yeah, we talked over it. They'll probably take me down. Yeah, they'll probably Damn. take me down. No, once again, Frank is banned. <laughs> Go figure, my friend. Tell you, man, Go just start, start start using Rumble. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Um, I think eventually we're going to end up somewhere. Hey, 
Look into yeah. Rumble, seriously. It's time to take the teeth out of YouTube, man. Let's get to Rumble, too. You know, I, I don't know exactly what Rumble is, but I'm going to look into it. Go for it. Look it up. Yeah. Look but it up. hey, um, they would love this show on Rumble. I'm sure they would have. <laughs> you know, we got to see, uh, got to talk to StreamYard. Maybe they could, uh, Oh, go on the, Rumble. Em the, the emperors and lords of the universe at StreamYard. How is the Jewish one? Joe is good. <laughs> Joe's good. Uh, I know he was on a show earlier today. I think, uh, he jumped on another one. Who knows? I mean, Joe, if you're listening, pop in and say hi. You know, I don't know. <laughs> you know. But I will tell you this. If you guys are looking to start your own podcast, you know, whether you want to do it live like us, whether you want to record, reach out to Joe at CMG at Clovercrest Media. He's the way to go. We started this almost two years ago, Carlos. <clears throat> oh, and another note. <clears throat> Let me add to that. If the boys at the studio tell you that they want you to come on to another show just so you can say hi, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carlos, Carlos, Carlos. Yes, we did set you up. <laughs> but hey, look, after that setup, we got you good. Yeah. But <laughs> I do recommend, okay, Clovercrest Media. They're the ones that give us StreamYard to use. All right. I, I'm on their platform, obviously. Um, we've come as far as we have because of them. Um, again, reach out to Joe. You don't want to reach out to Joe, reach out to me. I I send people to up Joe's way plenty of times. And I think out of the 20 people I've sent to him, you know, maybe five went. No, I didn't tell them 20. Maybe, I think I sent them 10 people. Five have gone through. I think there's about. So there's a 50% survival rate with dealing with Joe. Yeah. <laughs> 50%. <laughs> but hey, look, prices are good. Reach out to them. <clears throat> you know, can't go wrong. They have over 40 different types of podcasts from murder mysteries to politics to sports. I mean, you, I think they have, they cover <clears throat> almost every single sport. I think what they're not covering right now is probably badminton. All they don't have is a cooking show. That's it. Yeah. Cooking show. You need a cooking show. Yeah. So you know what? Reach out to them. Guys, we're back. It's Wednesday. Carlos is gonna try to join us, you know, when he can. Yes. You know. So just a quick I mean, it's it's tough now. I'm not gonna lie. I told Frank, you know, my daughter's two and and she takes up a lot of my time. I end up, you know, laying with her and sleeping with her so she can sleep. Otherwise, it's screaming all night. It's just it is what it is at that time time of her life until she calms down. So my nights are not as expendable as I thought they were going to be. So for now, when, when the seas are quiet, I'll be happy to come on. It's all about if and when and what the uh, the environment is going. You know, that's just how it is for now. But hey, look, yeah, I mean, worst case that, scenario. Tonight, everything's cool out there. So I'm like, all right, I'm hopping on. Look, worst case scenario, what happens is you're just, you see two of me. Uh, the world needs more Frank. You know, I, I'll figure it out to when I look at myself. All right. I turn the same way. I'll, I'll figure something out. So, you know what? You'll see me regardless. Never have enough so, Frank. Never, never. But, hey, look, you might agree with what we're speaking. Oh, it's been a while. Let's see if he gets this. Oh, gosh. Yeah, right. Damn it, Carlos. You're killing me. All right, so here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. You might agree with what we're speaking. You might not agree with what we're speaking. I forgot. Hold on. <laughs> but at the end of the day. But at the end of the day. We're always. Whether it's me or. <laughs> Or, or other me. 
Oh, damn. Just me, huh? All right. <laughs> oh, wait. Other me, goodbye. He's having too much right. fun. <laughs> we will be speaking it uh, real. I always end up crying on this show because I'm laughing so much, man. <laughs> I'll catch you guys next Wednesday. Good Hopefully night, everybody. All right, man. Thank you for watching. Speaking with you is brought to you by Clovercrest Media. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcast. See you next week.